Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. You guys, let's talk about expectations and how they form the reality that we're living in. It's been really interesting to think about what is it that I expect is going to happen in my life versus what actually happens. And I seem to notice that whatever I expect is going to happen is kind of what happens. I it's so weird. I feel like I always eventually get what I want. It just doesn't always happen the way I think it's going to. And that's okay. But I have the expectation that somehow, some way, I'm going to get what I want. And I think because of that, it happens. (laughs) But I also have noticed that there are things that I expect to happen that I don't want to happen. And then of course, those things happen also. So is it that our expectations create our reality? Or is it that our expectations create our perceptions of reality? Or is it that our expectations create our actions and then those form our reality? And I would say it's probably a synthesis of all three of those things. So if I expect that I'm going to have a great day, generally, I probably do. If I expect that, you know, I've woken up and I'm cranky and I'm not enjoying myself and it's going to be a bad day, yeah, it kind of follows that pattern. Like I find reasons to be upset and more cranky. The more aware I can allow myself to be, the easier it is for me to break those patterns. So what I'm trying to experiment with right now is being a pattern disruptor in myself. And I figured I'd share some of that with you guys, because why not? (laughs) So what can I break the expectation of about myself And how can I play with that and see what will happen? And I've noticed for me anyway, the last couple of years, I've gotten caught in this pattern of wanting to build momentum towards creating my coaching practice. And I'll kind of surge in like the sea and I'll do a lot of work and I'll start and get a few clients and it'll be really amazing. And I'll do a fun job and I'll be so proud of people and it'll be great. And then I like recede like the sea and I'm like, Oh, but now I've backed off and I just don't have time or things have come in the way. And it's interesting because that is the pattern. And I've noticed that it can be brought on by any number of things. So sometimes it's you know, parenthood, it's taking care of my kids. Sometimes it's like the help that I had wasn't available, family sickness. Another time, you know, it was a freaking pandemic, like whatever it is, things come in, outside stuff comes in and gets in, in my perception, gets in my way. And then I step in to fix the problem and, you know, make the rest of my life flow smoothly. And the thing that I always choose to neglect is continuing strongly on the same surge I had going towards business stuff. So that's really a fascinating pattern personally. Um, And other people, 
like you can see other people's patterns sometimes better than you can see yourself. So you see them follow a pattern of work and receding. You can see them in relationships, like having strong relationships, backing away, fights, friendships, whatever it is. When we have those patterns, what's going on? What's going on? So my pattern disruption for myself is like, well, what if I actually expected that I was a great business person? And it's so funny because even as I say that, I was like, yeah, I just don't believe that I'm a great business person. I think I'm a great person, but I don't know that I'm a great business person. So that's interesting. How can I disrupt that pattern? How can I take other areas of my life that I feel like I'm doing really well and bring them over into business and help it just resonate at a better frequency so that I can step in there and continue to be present? Um, I'm curious have any of you done that? Have you seen where you've had um, an interesting pattern somewhere and been like, okay, how can I break that pattern? Like, what am I doing? What what am I doing that's causing it? And then what am I not doing that's causing it? And how can I see other areas of my life where this pattern isn't at play? And why is it different? Why is it different? So fascinating. <laughs> so some of it comes down to values for me, like I really value taking care of my family. I value my home. I want everyone to feel taken care of. I want to take care of them. And I want to be present in their lives. Like I care about my husband and my kid and my mother-in-law and my cat, and I have a snake and I love all of them and I want them all to be really healthy and happy. I want to make sure that the house is running well. And then I like, if I then shift that picture and I move over and I think of my business, I'm like, Ooh, I think of it as like a creative project, but I don't think of it as something like with that same passion where I would go, Oh, I really want it to do well. I think I do. (laughs) The conscious thought is I think I do, but I'm not behaving the same way that I do with my, my kid, with my husband. So that was an interesting um, observation to make. And it's not that I don't like my business. I actually really enjoy it. I love working with people. I love working with clients, but I'm really not doing the business part of it, which is getting out in front of people and telling them what I do and helping them. (laughs) So (laughs) it's hard to build a business when you don't build the clientele or have that reach. Why am I not doing that? And I don't really have all of the answers. Like I have plenty of excuses, but (laughs) most of them center around, well, I was over here doing this other thing for my family, or I just, I wanted to be available for them. And it's making me consider like, okay, if I'm going to disrupt my expectation that I'm not as great at business, what do I need to do? And one of it is to take that energy where I show up and I expect that I'm going to be there for my kid and I'm going to make sure that her life is awesome and that going to school is great and she has what she needs. And I was like, well, what if I took that energy and was able to duplicate it over here with the business stuff, with the advertising stuff and the things that I let slide or don't focus on as much. And then here's the interesting thing. I don't know how many of you do this. I then immediately launch into the inner conversation that says, oh, but there's only so much energy to go around. If you spend more energy over here, then that means you're taking away energy from over there. And that would be terrible because then you'd be taking energy away from your daughter and away from your family. And you don't want that. That would be like the end of the goddamn world. So I think this gets into unconscious intentions, right? Is that I have a really strong value around taking care of my family and being 
part of my family and being involved in that. And I'm threatened by anything that might take that away or pull away from it. And at the same time, this is the interesting one. I have this other intention, which is like, well, in order to support your family, you really want your business to do well, right? So if you don't have a job and you're just like taking more of your family's money and sinking it into like a failing business, that would suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm like, that is true. But I'm willing to do that if that's what it takes. It's so funny. And I was like, well, what if you could flip that around, Blaze, and be like, I'm willing to really go the extra mile to make it work if that's what it takes. So it's it's interesting that when I'm not conscious about it, that's the stuff that's going on in my head. And that's what gets in the way of actually um, showing up and learning how to hire people to help me out with the stuff or actually take the actions that are needed just to get the momentum going. I don't think that it's actually impossible for me to have an amazing business, but I seem to have equated it with like, well, it's impossible to have until your kid is like full-time in school and you have that time because it's going to take all your time and energy and focus. And to an extent, I mean, yeah, business takes time, energy, and focus. I'm not going to lie. Like you can't, you can't do it in a vacuum and you don't get to just like duplicate your life and be with your kid and also be with your business. Like you kind of have to make a decision in any given moment on what you're going to do and how you're going to spend that time. So it's interesting uncovering the subconscious values that are becoming more conscious to me and smiling at them and being like, wow, actually, I love these values. It's interesting. Like I don't hate them. And that's why I've been stalled out. Interesting. So now it's my choice. Like, do I alter them? Do I expand them? I think what I want to do is expand them. I actually want to have more. I don't want to have less. So <laughs> I would like to have more prosperity, more business acumen, you know, like more, more presence in my business and equally have an amazing presence in my family life. How am I going to do that? And that's something that I'm still tossing around. Like how, how do I manage that in my life the way that I want to do it? How do I want to make this function? And am I okay with all of my decisions? It's really interesting because I had so much judgment on myself about how I'm failing and I'm not doing a great job. And how could I do this? How could I, you know, take all of this time and energy away? Because I already have, I've put thousands of dollars and probably thousands of hours into <laughs> my business to, you know, not really make money, which is what a business is supposed to do. But on the other hand, I've made lots of really good friends. I've had some really great success stories. I've learned a lot. I've coached a lot. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I believe that I've made a difference in some people's lives. That's been really fantastic. And that gets me through. And that has been enough for me so far. And now I want it to be all that and the bag of chips, which should be lots of dollars. That's what I want <laughs> to come into this business as well. So how can I make that happen and be happy with that result? And this uncovers some more unconscious fun stuff, right? So my expectations around money and my expectations around asking for support, giving support, it's, I'm always good at giving. I'm happy to give my time. I'm happy to give education, um, opinions, help, support, um, a boost, more amplitude and publicity to other people, like my time, my care, my money. Um, I'm happy to do it and I do it a lot. And the other missing piece is the receiving in return. Like, what do you get in return? And that's been really hard for me. And 
I'm learning that, you know, you can't live your whole life that way. You can't just give, give, give and never get anything back because it leads to feeling depleted and angry and resentful over time. Like, wait a minute, I also needed, why weren't you there for me? So when I noticed this in my business, I'm like, wow, I've given a lot to it. And it's not really giving me a bunch back. I'm going to focus on the things that it has given back, which is, you know, awesome results for other people. And it's been great experience for me. And it's been good feelings and lots of learning. Those have been good. So let's focus there first and find the gratitude so we can resonate with that and bring more in. But the money part has been where I've had difficulty. I was like, wow, I really have issues with money and asking for money and receiving support in that form. Isn't that interesting? Huh. That's where I need to do the work. And I'm very shy of it, I guess. Like I'm shy around money. I'm shy to have that conversation. And it shows up even in being shy to ask for like a return from what I spend in advertising. I'm like, oh, yay, I've got some people on my list. Yay, it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, but then you're not doing anything with that list. You're not telling them what you do or offering for them to buy something from you. And I'm like, oh, that's totally on me. So this is amazing. And I'm really happy that I've discovered it because it's showing me One, that I'm responsible for everything in my life and in my business, which is fabulous because it means that I can absolutely change it. And I also am excited that knowing this lets me go, oh, okay, it actually isn't as hard as I thought to make it better. So like my expectation went from like, well, I'm just kind of a shitty business person to going, no, my expectation is not that I'm a shitty business person. It's just, I, I've been kind of a meh business person because I didn't know this about myself. And now my expectation is like, whoa, I'm totally going to fix this. It's so fixable. <laughs> and all I need to do really is show up. Like there's this missing piece. Like I'm willing to invest and I'm willing to do. And then it's like, I dropped the ball just before I would ask someone to come work with me. But what if I didn't drop that ball? What if I learned how to keep it in play? And that's a skill that I can learn. And that's like so liberating. So now my expectation is I'm going to spend, you know, the rest of the year learning how to keep that ball rolling and learn how to receive it back so that I'm not just pitching a ball all the time and waiting for it to come back. I'm going to start asking, hey, I need you to help pitch the ball back. (laughs) Let's work together. Not just me, you know, spouting advice that, you know, may or may not apply to you. Like if you actually have, issues in your life and you want help with that, come to me. I'm, I'm so down for supporting you. This is how you work with me. That, that's the, been the missing pieces. This is how you work with me. So I'm going to learn to do that. And that's exciting. And it no longer has to be this unconscious um, thing around like, oh, because you're a mom or because you have whatever else going on in your life, like that's what's blocking you from anything else. I'm like, it's not any of that. No, it's just simply that I haven't learned how to ask for support in that area of my life. Whereas I've been happy to be the support everywhere in my life. Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. So I started out talking about expectations and how what we expect kind of becomes what manifests. And you know, it it turned into a little bit talking about unconscious intentions and unconscious habits. And I think that forms a lot of what we expect. And I'm ending saying, you know, when you're able to uncover 
and see some of those expectations and see some of those intentions and values for what they are, you can start to see the missing gap and be like, why do I expect that? What, where is that expectation? And if that's the expectation, how is that forming my result? How is that forming my result? And when you do, you realize like, oh, maybe it's as simple as what I found. Like there's this tiny little missing piece where if I just continued through that little edge, I'd start to get some traction. That's where I take my foot off the gas. And, you know, I'll only get so far before I take my foot off the gas, but now I know that. So I can go, okay, Blaze, it doesn't have to be scary. You can just keep your foot on the gas here and see what happens if you get past this area. And I bet you things will change. Of course it will, because I'll have changed what I'm doing. And I think we can do that in any area of our life. We can look at what we expect, what's actually coming to pass, and how is our expectation being met in that result? And what would need to change in order to get a different result? Like what would someone else do? I often look to other people's lives that I admire and go like, okay, how are they making this happen? What are they doing differently than me? Like if they were in my business, if they were in my life, if they were in my relationship, what would they do in this moment that would change it? And it just gives me that aha moment. Like, oh yeah, of course they wouldn't just stop before like writing this one extra sentence. Like, come on, you know, (laughs) like just do better, please. But you know, we try to do it lovingly without the judgment. I mean, I, I tell you so candidly in these podcasts, like this is just what I'm feeling. And I do have judgment against myself and about all of these things, but I'm always working on removing it. And I feel like I'm pretty successful in doing that. It's not that I don't judge. It's that I'm really quick to like feel that and go, yeah, okay, that happened. And then just let it go. And I think that's where so much emotional freedom and personal freedom and ability to enjoy your life comes is from being able to look at all this stuff candidly, go like, yep, there's some shit there that I'm not really happy with. And I don't like how it's going. I'm going to own it. It doesn't feel good, but that's okay. And I have the power to make it better. And that feels pretty damn amazing. So hoping that you're having a marvelous week and I hope that you uncover whatever expectation you have that's kind of crappy and flip it and make it a better expectation. I am cheering you on from here and I know you can do it because I can do it too. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. So let's go. Let's have a great time. I'll get you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.